In the watch enthusiast universe, the watch enthusiasts are represented by two separate yet equally unimportant human beings. KC, who has nothing, and John John, who knows nothing. This is their podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 81st inaugural episode of KC and John John. And today we have a very special guest. Yeah, I think today's today's a interesting episode. Yeah, like I, I think today's episode is going to have a ton of followers, a ton of listeners. I mean, mm-hmm. because you know, like this person that we have on is illustrious. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, you know, like, like we've known each other for a while now, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I I honestly think this person needs no introduction, so I'm not going to do an introduction. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, over to you. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> What a great <laughs> <host>. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> incredible. Well, hi guys, happy to be on the show. Uh, welcome to the Casey and John John experience. I see. Yeah, mm. this this is the Casey and John John experience. So, so what am I in for? Uh, hell. Well, hell. I think I think I think first, what you need to do is uh maybe say your name. Oh yeah, sorry. Name, so, age, you know, mother's gender, name. Uh, where was your I first preferred school? Pronoun. Preferred pronoun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hi guys, I'm Scan. I've mm. uh, known Casey for a couple of years right now. Mm-hmm. Be close to a decade. Yeah, actually. Oh my God, and, what uh, pain! <laughs> yeah. More, more than a decade, dude. Twelve years, fifteen years. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then. And I'm actually looking to get a new watch. Yes. Interesting. Which is, which is why he's here. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, who who better to ask than us? Really? Yeah. Yeah, we are known authorities on watches. Indeed. Yeah. So, so uh, actually, we've, we've talked about this before, right, John? Like, we, we've always wanted to have someone... Because uh, ev- every guest we've had, mm-hmm. and most of our audience as well, has always been pretty deep in the watches. Yeah. So he's always gone pretty deep into this. And, and Scan, like, I told him, you know, like, why not come on the podcast? Because he told me he wanted to find a new watch. He yeah. was asking my opinion about a couple of it. And he stays around here, so it's just like, come join the show. And, um, you know... He, he was listening to some of the podcasts mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah, was... and, and I think you were a bit lost, right? Uh, yeah, here and there. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it, get, it gets a bit deep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But also, uh, we, tend to, we tend to go off topic f- very frequently. So, mm, we, we tend yeah. to go on some major tensions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, we always wanted to do an episode with someone who is relatively new to watches mm-hmm. or like without much of a background in watches mm-hmm. so that we can, you know, sort of like bring it down to a level that everyone can understand, like the public can yeah. understand. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so we're not going to be talking about the complications and escapements and things like that. I mean, yeah. we can. If you want to bring it up, we can explain it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just, just make it a bit more palatable yeah. to the population, yeah. I think. Right? Yep. So before we begin, uh, we do have a weekly segment of the week. This one was requested by you, basically, because oh, yeah. you said you really enjoyed our weekly segment of the week. Yeah. Uh, but John, I think you have to introduce this one because I hate introducing this segment. <laughs> uh, so this is our favorite weekly segment of the week. The product Your favorite. Our the product placement pond. So I'll, I'll let you know, like if you've heard some of our episodes, we've always done alliterative titles. So we have Griper's <laughs> Garage, All right. Cliche Corner. All right. Yep. And then now uh, we were like product placement and we're like, we got we to figure out a structure. Okay. Or like a, a thing, a place. All right. 
with that starts with P. So we like patio, porch, mm-hmm. right? Things like that. And then John's like, nah, let's do a parapet. Yeah. Parapet, right? And then John's like, nah, let's do pond. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I hate it and I refuse to do it. I see. Yes. So this is more of a John John segment. Fuck ponds, man. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Like... Yo, what, what do you have against <laughs> ponds, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ponds are like scummy and filthy places. Where but like lakes are all right. Sorry? Lakes are all right. Yeah, yeah, lakes are fine. Lakes are fine. Because like lakes are big enough to mm-hmm. have to like support a full ecosystem, so you can have an apex predator there to like take care of things. Right. But with yeah. a pond, you just get like insects and leeches and shit. It's just like ugh, fuck off. Sounds fuck like man. the perfect place for you, man. Hey, <laughs> look, I'm trying to escape that. Okay, so I don't like to be reminded of this watery favela, <laughs> this aquatic ghetto. Okay? Okay. I just don't want to be reminded of this. Okay, Okay, sure. Anyway. The product placement of the week is essentially Casio. Okay. Mm -hmm. The entirety of Casio in Stranger Things. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, Stranger Things is set in the 80s, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think pretty much every character, like, or at least most of the kids, even some of the adults, are all wearing Casio digital watches, which were all the craze in the 80s. Mm Um, we, we've got a few, uh, we'll just bring some of them up. So one of them is, okay, I don't remember any of the names because I'll be Fantastic. frank, I, I haven't watched season four yet. No, okay. Neither have I. And season neither three was a while I. ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched so, two or three uh, either. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> Great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, just, I'll just bring up the watches anyway. Uh, one of them is the Casio calculator watch. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of this actually. I do like the Casio calculator watch. You have one. It's right? very cool. Um, no, I don't. I have like the, uh, what's that? Like the F91 thing. But in gold. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's a cool watch as well. This, this is the yeah. F91, by the way. So. Yeah. Oh, the classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the, the most, like when you think of a Casio digital watch, like I think most people picture this. Yeah. I think yeah. I had that in school. I might have as well. Like mm. I think everyone's had one, yeah. I feel at this point. Uh, but the calculator watch is one I've always wanted. Uh, they also have the calculator watch in gold and steel. Oh, wow. Okay. So... I actually want one, just like for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Bye. So that, that's what I will someday. Uh, then we have the F91. Again, classic. Of course. Classic, yeah. uh, until it became a terrorist watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. aware of this story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that part's a bit unfortunate. But, you know, if you need a cheap watch yep. that's mm-hmm. reliable and that has a timer that will go off at a very precise time, Unfortunately, the F91 is the uh, weapon of choice. Let's put it that way. Then we've got this dude, uh, the police guy, with Mm. the Casio. Another Casio digital watch. Looks like F91, but in steel. Uh, Yeah, like it's just a bunch of digital Casio watches. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, There's also actually a series of Stranger Things watches in collaboration with Timex. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. So that that's this is actually I the thing is I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Uh the, the theme that they went for is kind of like red and black. Like you know the Stranger Things intro scene mm-hmm. is sort of like this neon red letters on a black background yeah. as this yeah. very heavy synth tune plays out, right? Yes. So they've kind of gone for that theme for all these watches, like as the background. Um it's not that they look terrible. Mm-hmm. Just 
not a huge fan. Yeah. Let's mm. just put it that way. Okay. Cool. I should have a look at these. Yeah, go for it. Stranger Things, Timex. Oh, I see. Them. Right. Yeah. 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 It's not great. It's not, not terrible. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I guess if you're a real like Stranger Things fan, it's kind of mm -hmm. cool. But eh. Yeah. That's one that looks like the Demogorgon thing as well, I think. The, the one with that spider over it? Yeah. Yeah, th th that one's kind of cool. Yeah, that's alright. Mm. Though, it, I will say, it does kind of make it difficult to tell the time. Slightly, <laughs> yes. Ever, ever so slightly, <clears throat> but yeah. Well, it doesn't know, matter that, if you don't set your watch. But then again, this is a digital. <laughs> oh, it's a... <laughs> oh. Okay, it's a, it's a <clears throat> crystal-derived oh. timekeeping device. Right, mm. yes. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's put that. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so that wraps up uh, product placement one. All right. I hope that's yeah, up you to said your it. Sure right. oh, fuck. I said it very quickly, though, so nobody heard it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let, let's get into the meat of the topic today. Yeah. All right. Which is you and the watches you want. Yeah. Or the watch. We'll see. Let's All see right. if we can convince you into digging yourself a deep financial hole. <laughs> um, but anyway, before we talk about what watch you want, uh, what watch you're looking for, etc., like tell us a bit about what watches you've had. Like, what's your background in watches? Uh, enough. Uh, actually, I love collecting watches. Okay. Yeah. I've ha I have about 35, 36 watches. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but they're wow. not branded as such. They're not like Rolexes okay. or like Cartiers yeah. or whatever. But they have brands, right? They have a brand in the sense, like they were like. Okay, they're fine. not luxury watches. They're not luxury watches, right. exactly. They're not luxury watches. Sure, sure. They're more like uh, Adidas, Puma, uh -huh. Casio, okay. Gas. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. All right. I only started like investing into watches mm -hmm. like maybe about a couple of years ago. Okay, I see. And uh, what I've got so far, right now I'm wearing a tag. Right. Tag. Tag for your Formula One. Mm -hmm. Formula One, yep. yep. Tag your Formula yep. One. And I also have a really old Omega mm -hmm. that I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Okay, yeah, John, help me, help me see if you can figure this out. Like okay. describe this watch. So I have an Omega, all right? It's silver and gold, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. It's a very plain watch, but at the back, it has like this little tower and it looks like a little bit of a city engraved at the back of the of the, of the Omega like the watch. Back, of right. the, oh, yeah, the case back, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So I, I was thinking Constellation, right? Probably. But I showed him pictures of a Constellation case back and he said no. There were no stars on it. Is it an old one? Yeah, it's pretty old. I think it would be at least... More than 30, more than 40 years old. Okay. Yeah, but the thing is, the Constellation logo has stayed fairly the same over the years, mm -hmm. right? It's like the tower with the stars behind it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, no, that's not it. So mm. I actually don't know what watch this is. Um, I think you need to send us a picture. Yeah, definitely yeah, send me a picture for yeah. this episode. Yeah, we and can, then we'll figure it out. Yeah, we can figure it out and then we can tell our, our lovely audience in a and, later date. And one of, one of the nice things about Omega is if you look close enough, most of them have the name of the model on the dial you idiot oh but anyway <laughs> as you can see clearly i'm a beginner right? I yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. look pretty watch like someone gave omega speedmaster ah. omega seamaster omega yeah, constellation okay so remember john like we've talked about this before we're like yes why do you need the model name on the watch you've mm. bought the watch mm -hmm. you know what fucking watch it is why do you need to put the brand name and then the model and then all the specifications of it on the dial? Well, probably for times like probably like times like these where yes, exactly you know, yes. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing though. Like you would say it's for times like these, but mm -hmm. in this time he still doesn't know what fuck what fucking model it is. So <laughs> yeah. what the fuck's the point? 
it just looks pretty and like all right cool someone <laughs> someone gave me a watch for my birthday damn right you yeah. know mega whoa okay deal how much can i sell it for <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh okay you've got like 25 35 watches yeah. 35 36 watches right uh most of them from brands like guess uh sports watches from like Nike, Adidas, yeah. Puma, blah blah blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a couple of years, in your own words, you say you started investing, investing yeah. into watches. Define what that means to you. So uh, what I heard from a friend was a great way to sort of use your, invest your money and see mm-hmm. like value doesn't depreciate. It's less yeah. than a good watch, right? And he says, and I didn't know like at that time mm-hmm. a good watch meant like. Like Rolex. A Rolex. You know, I thought any watch above like five thousand is a right. good watch. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? And that's the reason why I bought the tag. Right. And then after like buying it a month later, I realized, God damn, I've lost like forty percent of my <laughs> cash I've invested into the damn watch. Right. Which is really mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I've known mm-hmm. friends who own like other watches, like not just Rolex, uh, designer watches. Right. And damn, they're ridiculous. Okay. The price is ridiculous. I mean, they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful watches, right. but um, mm-hmm. but spending like one hundred fifty thousand dollars on a watch. Could you name some? Uh, the 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 arena of like one hundred fifty thousand dollar watches is yeah. kind of a small one. So I'm kind of interested in. Remember, we were talking be. about uh, who was that guy who was wearing. Was it Game of Thrones? No, right, was... right. Yeah, yeah, you're saying the uh, Kit Harington. Kit Harington, right? Yeah. And he owns. Uh... I don't know what watch. I don't. I have no idea. Is, is it a Richard Mille? Because yeah. that feels like one of the things that it could be. I feel like even Richard Mille is probably a lot more than 150 grand. That that is fair. Maybe at the base level. Mm. Uh, I'm just googling Richard Mille, and he's wearing an IWC. What's an IWC? International Watch Company. It's, just, it's called International Watch Company, uh-huh. uh, but it's a Swiss yeah. watch company. <clears throat> okay, okay, mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, Based in the German part of Switzerland, I believe. Yes, Schaffhausen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, he wears Seiko's. Um, he's wearing it. Oh, the JS watch. Is the, that the, one the JS watch? Isn't that expensive though? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know. Like I see quite a collection. I see quite a lot of things that he's wearing. He's wearing a Seamaster. He's wearing a Tag Heuer. Uh, he seems to be. I don't know if this is legit. I don't think it is. Uh, but yeah, he he wears a bunch of watches. I don't see anything that's like hundred fifty thousand though. But you see, mm-hmm. this is your friends like fashion watch. What fashion watch? Let me have a look. <laughs> I just got a. <laughs> it ain't no two door for sure. It ain't no two door. Wow. Wait, are these watches that the um, actors wear, yeah. or are these watches that they are saying that you know this watch like they're paid to person. wear? Is it? Oh. He he's just on Tatler right now, just to 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 let you guys know. I see. Um, just. Push I think you could be right. I think it's the watches that. Yeah. Would suit them. Which watch would your favorite character wear? You fucking mm. idiot. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This, I do this is why you belong on this podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, you have found a home. Found a home. Finally, <laughs> just three, just three idiots talking about stuff that they don't actually know. Exactly. I'm putting it on the internet because that's how mm-hmm. things work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just makes it more legitimate once it's on the internet. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Th- that makes us a authority on it. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Well, while you search that out, uh, I I do want to mention that uh, the watch that. 
I actually have seen pictured here with uh, Kit Harrington, mm -hmm. uh, which is this like IWC. Oh God, what's it called? What's what's the? Is it the engineer? No, 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 no. Is it the engineer, the Don't one you know? or the Portuguese? I have no idea. Let's have a look. Now, now I'm looking at Chris Kit, Kit Harrington. Like there's a moon. It looks like he's been wearing a lot of uh, um, Omegas, apparently. Yeah, I see Omegas. I see <clears> tags. Yeah, Kit Harrington has like a massive collection of watches. Oh really? Yeah, but. Is this one of his watches? No, this is uh, what's his name? Uh, former 007 James Bond. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan, right. Mm -hmm. The Girard Perago Quasa Light Tupillon. Is that one of his? Uh, I saw his face in the beginning, so I'm assuming it's his. Now, why <laughs> would they put that? Uh, I have a feeling you're doing really fucked up research right now. No, no, I had to, but I, like, I, actually, <laughs> I actually did look for it before I came onto the show. I was like, ooh, interesting. Game of Thrones watches. Let's have a look. It's it's okay. We're we're, we're quite well widely known for doing research while we're actually recording. Yeah. So, oh. that is fair. so this that is, is fair. so this is pretty much like very on point. Yeah. Like you you are. It would be it would be disappointing if you actually knew stuff before getting yeah. before. Right? <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been disappointing if you'd come in and be like, oh, I know this watch that so yeah. this price was released <clears throat> this year. This is the reference number. We'll be like, no, you can't. No, well, we'll stop. <laughs> One, one thing I researched yesterday was hard questions to ask you guys about watches. Go for Ooh. it. Like, we'll just do research now or, or <laughs> not answer. <laughs> Get ready to be disappointed. <laughs> okay, but anyway, yep. so investment in watches, yep. right? So you got a tag. Because, yep. uh, you know, when people talk about investing into watches, every, the first name that comes to mind is tag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> I never knew tag and Hero were two separate companies until they merged. Yeah. That's something I didn't know until you told me recently. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I was telling him that uh, Tag basically brought the whole Oyo brand down. Right. Uh, yeah. Like Oyo was a pretty well respected brand until Tag came about and just like everyone just like, ah, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. But I so, feel like I feel like mm -hmm. for most people, when they think when they think of getting their first like luxury mm -hmm. watch, mm -hmm. it's usually Tag, isn't it? That is true. Yep. That is true. Uh Tag is definitely always up there. Uh along with maybe at the slightly lower end Tiso. Yep. For mm -hmm. some people, like mm -hmm. first Swiss watch kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would say tag is definitely a stepping stone. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Uh, okay, but okay. So investment in watches. One was one of them that you got was tag. Yep. Uh, what else did you get? Did you get anything else? No, the other one was the mega. I got on my birthday. Right. I can't okay. remember. Okay. As I probably just mentioned, I'm a beginner when it comes to right. watches. Right. Yeah. In so, this aspect, luxury watches especially. So I, I I do want to ask, like, what made you decide to get a tag? Like so, the tag that you have is like a tag Formula One yep. with a small seconds at six o'clock, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And that is automatic as well. Yeah. So, could you tell me like what led you to buying this watch? Like, did you do research? Did you ask people, or do you just like the way it looked? Um, honestly, mm -hmm. I like the way it looked. It looked nice. I love the blue on it. Right. All right. Very aesthetic. Very pleasing. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, yeah, that was the main reason I went for what, and because everyone knows the tag. When they see a tag, they know that's yep. a tag straight yep. away, right? That's fair. And yeah, and I guess I was influenced, I guess, by the market, with everyone like mm -hmm. more more than often you see more adverts for tag right. than any other watch. Right. right. Don't don't crack under pressure. No, I cracked. Yeah. I cracked. Oh, no, you did. You did. That's <laughs> the thing. The thing is, the thing about tag is they depend on you cracking under pressure to buy a tag. Clearly, mm -hmm. <laughs> they won. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it worked. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh 
now now you've done all that, how do you realize that you lost forty percent of the value? Was it when I told you, or did you? Yeah, when you told me I lost forty percent value, I was like bullshit. And I go online and reach. You actually looked it up. I actually looked up online. Everyone said, "Do not buy a tag. You're looking for investment. (laughs) The tag has no value. (laughs) Like literally zero. I'm like, no, it's got some. Yeah, sure." For half the price, yeah, so maybe you should have looked at it. Mean, it's, it's good, it's good to pick up once someone else has taken the depreciation hit. That's a good point. So, so here's yeah. a first tip of the day if you're new into watches, like you're just looking to get into watches, uh, one of the things that you can do to get great value yeah. is to buy second hand, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, uh, especially for watches like Tag, uh, I would say Ublo, right. Uh, and a couple of other brands as well. Like a lot mm-hmm. of them take a huge I'd say like Nomos secondhand market. Ah, Nomos is great as well. Yeah, Nomos. But, uh, Nomos is a yeah. bit of a lesser known brand. They're a small German brand. Okay. Uh, but they make some really fantastic watches. Very simple, very yeah. clean. Okay. But really, really nice watches. Oh, like wow, this, nice. it's a Bauhaus design. Yeah. yeah. So it's like very plain, but very mm-hmm. like. The thing about having a simple watch is it makes all the details very important, right? Like, because yeah. there's not much to distract the eye. So mm-hmm. what matters most is all the details mm. and they nail it. They really get it right. Wow, it's a beautiful watch. I mean, wow. Actually, there's one thing I want to ask, uh, Scan. So yeah. like with with your 30-something uh, watches from like, you know, using Adidas or Nike, like yes. your sports watches or like, like fashion brand kind of watches like what yep. mm-hmm. what was your thought process in like buying these in these watches when you were starting oh uh, like is it more for form the, or function so with the fashion brands is clearly just more aesthetic right right but okay honestly one of my most favorite watches mm-hmm. is uh my white puma watch okay okay and that was because i saw hussein bolt wearing the exact right. same watch oh, yeah. Right, right, right. And if I'm not mistaken, he is sponsored by Puma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the sole purpose of me getting that watch. Okay. All right. I think it was about 400 sing, 480 sing oh, at that, that time. Oh, that was not cheap. That was not cheap at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, and that's one of the main reasons I got that particular watch, the Puma mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But other than that, usually I go for look, aesthetics. Yeah. And why I have so many watches? Because like, I don't know, I have one for dinner, right. one for going out. Yeah, right. And as a filmmaker, like I have one, like digital watch, mm-hmm. yeah. sort of over me all around. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but, for, sorry, there's a motorbike uh, in the background. Yeah, the uh, requisite motorcycle. In every case in Jordan episode, there's almost always an emergency vehicle or a motorbike in the background. Yeah. Uh, but okay. Uh, I'm just gl- I'm just glad you're not getting the the sounds of like con- the construction noises. Because mm-hmm. I can hear it. Because I can hear it through my headphones, and I'm getting like. More and more agitated. <laughs> oh wow! It's just, it's just like banging. It's like dot 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 dot. I, I hear nothing. That's what I, I mean. That's 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 fantastic yeah. for you guys. It's fantastic yeah. for our listeners. Not for uh, you, though. Not for me. Yeah, really not for you. But then again, nobody cares about you, so it's fine. That's that's also fair. I I did just want to mention that for our American listeners, uh, or for our international listeners, for context. 400 sing means 400 Singaporean dollars. Yeah. Uh, which is roughly <laughs> 300 US dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. So, We're definitely not talking about 400 Punjabi fellas. Yeah. 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 
Scan did not trade yeah. 400 or 400 human beings for a watch. Scan, <laughs> Scan has many faults, but he is not a human trafficker. No, definitely not. Yeah. not yet. Not that we know he, of, anyway. He hasn't gone into that for the investment value yet, but yeah. he may eventually, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> if any government officials are listening on this... Oh, we're, 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 we're on multiple lists. I see. I mean, so we are in good I, mean I, feel, I feel like Sri Lanka is probably ready for, to trade some humans for, you know... Fuel. Too soon? Wow. <laughs> Too soon. Wow. <laughs> you mean ongoing? <laughs> I literally just read an article about how the IMF couldn't make a deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a good that, that's, that's not that's purely because of, of uh, terrible governance, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. you can't if you can't trust the people who's leading the country, mm-hmm. then as if you're going to yeah. invest some money into that, but anyway, that's a that's yeah. a whole that's a, that's a whole here. different uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. the Casey and John John talks politics podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, which is almost that's... it was just almost every episode, really. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, and has just as little knowledge in it. Yeah, just FYI. Okay, um, coming back to investment. So you've got your sports watches. You got your fashion watches. Yep. Uh, you've got this. So your favorite is like that. That. Oh my god, the white promo on there. Another vehicle. This fucking motorcycle. Um, That one, I heard that. You heard that? I heard that one. Okay. So, um, what, what, like, how often do you rotate these watches? How often do you wear these watches? All right. In in the last five years, Mm -hmm. I only wear two watches. Okay. It's been the tag or the white Adidas. Right. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. And the white Adidas is usually when I go on film sets or Mm -hmm. I'm doing documentaries. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. You wear that. I wear that because okay. it's it's rough. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. With the tag, it's more for office use. Okay. Dinner wear. Actually, anywhere. Right. Like casual. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So most of like I would say thirty two or thirty three other watches are just sitting there doing nothing. Sitting down. I'm not doing. Right. Have you, you looked to sell the any of them? Sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Now John, you first. Sorry. Would you would you look to sell any of them or like get rid of them? Come to think about it, I won't actually because. Each one has a story behind it. Mm-hmm. There's a memory. There's a memory behind mm-hmm. it. Like if I look mm-hmm. at a watch, I can tell you exactly how I got it mm-hmm. or yeah. what I went through mm-hmm. with this particular watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so weird. I've never thought about that until now. Right. 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 The sentimental value. The sentimental yeah. value behind it. I don't think it has any real value to anyone. Probably not. Probably not. I, mean, yeah. I, th- I think that's the that's the thing about watches, right? Like, um, it is, it is a pretty sentimental kind of thing. Because like, yeah. aside mm-hmm. from I mean, aside from clothes, like, that's probably something that we wear. Yep. fairly often mm-hmm. or at least those who are you know enthusiasts watch enthusiasts right mm-hmm. yep. mm. so yeah i mean it's in, that's that's also very interesting yeah yeah it, uh my question was mm-hmm. have you checked any of the batteries because why the longer you leave a watch sitting uh the higher the chance that the battery dies yep. and then starts leaking and then destroys the entire watch yeah oh i, I did not know that mm. So, so, with all web, all watches with battery. That's right. Wow. So I would advise, like, if you could, um, get those batteries out. Okay. Yeah. Like, right. if you don't plan to wear them, just just get the battery and just chuck it. Then just leave the watch on its own without the battery, or there's a very high risk that it'll leak and just fuck the entire watch. Yeah. And I think yeah, especially with the temperatures that we get in this country. Mm. Oh yeah, that's mm. true. With our temperature and humidity, mm. it really does fuck it up. Like, you know how like sometimes with remote controls, like when you change the battery after five years or it dies, oh, like yeah. it's yeah. leaky. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, imagine that, but on a much smaller circuit board that's much more sensitive to all these things. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a pretty picture. Fair enough, I get you. Yeah. yeah. So uh and especially with fashion watches, which generally are not manufactured to very high standards. Okay. Uh the battery compartment may not really be sealed off from the rest of the things. Oh, I see. So if it leaks, you're fucked. Yeah. So something to think about. It's gonna be an interesting night when I get mm. back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. Okay. So moving on. Uh you you've you've got the tag. Uh you've found out thanks to me, the bearer of bad news, mm-hmm. that you've lost most of the value mm-hmm. in that watch. Um, and now you want to look to buy something else. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are your objectives when it comes to buying a new watch? All right. What um, are you looking for? Right now, I'm looking for something classy, yeah. everyday use, right. but most important, durable. Okay. Durable. Will It can take a hit without cracking. Right. That's what I'm mm-hmm. looking at. Right. Like, I do scratch my watches, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna face yeah. the fact I handle cameras, I move things around, mm-hmm. I'm gonna end up scratching them. Right. Right. I want a watch which won't crack under pressure. Under pressure. Basically. Wow. <laughs> okay. And okay. That's what I want to watch. I want right. to watch crack under but at the same time I want it to have a bit of style. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like something like Denzel meets MacGyver. That's my <laughs> yeah. watch. All right. Okay. I want a classy Denzel watch with the strength of MacGyver. <laughs> Is MacGyver known for his strength? His strength is because he thinks on his feet, so that's his strength. Right, right, yeah. right. So it's, it's not physical strength, but like mental yeah. strength. Mental strength. <clears throat> right, right. Like the so guile and cunning, I guess. Yeah, and, and scientific knowledge, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so you want a watch that represents the class of Denzel Washington. Yes. With the ruggedness, ruggedness and practicality of MacGyver. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You've got me there. <sighs> what do you have, guys? What do you have for me? <laughs> Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is the Black Bay. The Black Bay? Oh, yeah. The Tudor Black Bay without the bezel. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just Google it up for you right now. Without the bezel. Speaking the, of Tudor. without the dye bezel. I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Google 36. Uh, yeah, so here's a look for you. Maybe something like an Explorer as well. Yeah, exactly. But like Explorer, I would presume your price range is... Not above forty thousand ringgit. No, because mm. an explorer would be above that. Yeah, or, between absolutely. twenty-five to about forty. Something oh, I'm okay. At. Oh, you can go mm-hmm. above twenty-five. All right. Mm-hmm. Then, then in that case, I would say look beyond the Tudor Black Bay. Uh, I would say Omega Aquaterra. Oh yeah, one of my one of my favorite watches right now. Oh wow! Mm. I Just, like the blue. Mm. I was like so, so recommending the uh, the Globemaster. Oh, the Globemaster is a great one as well. Yeah, Globemaster is a bit classier as well, I suppose. Uh, but is the is this the Aquamaster? This is the Aquaterra. The Aquaterra is that a diving watch? Uh it's hundred and fifty meters mm-hmm. water resistant. So it, it because like uh, we talked about before the podcast. Generally speaking, dive watches have a bezel, okay, for you to turn right okay. uh, mm-hmm. to time your dive and all that. Like the Pelagos that you're wearing right now. All right. Okay. Uh, that that's a dive watch. This one doesn't have the dive bezel. So technically, it's not a dive watch. But it has sufficient water resistance okay. that, uh, that it if you happen to you, be in the ocean, you'll be fine. You're still fine. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Globemaster mm. is a great shout for sure. Uh, let's take a look at that. I mean, the, other, the other one is also like the Seamaster as well. Like, I was, oh, I was like, the standard I was like, rec- yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like recommending the. Uh, 
you know, the Seamaster 300. The standard Seamaster. The, the, the Seamaster, I think they call it professional. Yeah. So, honestly, Omega makes a great series of watches. Uh, we have yes. worked with Omega before, so yep. we are not the mm -hmm. most impartial people in the universe. Yeah. But uh, they do make excellent yeah. watches. And that's also yeah. good. That's also a reason why we recommend it over, you know, your a regular like Rolex. Because yeah. yeah, the value is there. Like and, okay, and you I can actually value, and you can actually walk into the store and buy one. Yeah, you don't have. There's no waiting list for yeah. for, for the Omegas. You can get them. All right. Yeah, and, and the nice thing about Omega is, um, no, it's not gonna have the insane value increase that a Rolex has, mm -hmm. because Rolex uh, generally like the watches. Like recommended retail price is like forty thousand ringgit. Yep, but it was, it's going to sell for like eighty ninety. But oh, you're wow. never going to get it for forty. Yeah. So you're going to be paying those inflated prices anyway. I see. All right. All right. So unless you're one of the very few lucky people who can actually get it from a boutique at retail price, okay, you're not really making money. You're not really getting that rise in value. I see. All right. All right. Uh, so Omega Seamaster's one uh, I would say if you want something more vintage you can even consider 300 which is something like this mm -hmm. oh wow uh, there you go that's a nicer photo well, the Seamaster 300 actually is pretty it's a great watch pretty cool it's a great watch I, I wore this exact model for about two weeks yep. on yep. loan from Omega mm -hmm. uh, John had the black you had the black one right I had the black one yes yeah and we're huge fans yeah. it's such a good watch nice and it's I, mean, like, I, was, I, was such, I was such a big fan that I recommended it to one of my friends. I oh, yeah, he bought it, right? Yeah. And they bought yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really nice watch, really nice details, wears very comfortably. So I can see you guys are really sweet towards the Mega. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, if you want to go outside of Omega, uh, I'll still, uh, yeah. we, we definitely have options. Uh, but twenty five to thirty thousand, not an easy well segment, I think. At the moment, like I I've been talking to a few people like mm -hmm brother-in-law right. some friends right and everyone's talking about the tudor right so tudor is mm -hmm. below that tudor is like in the teens really yeah yep wow so if you want like that that's why when you when when we brought up that i brought up the tudor black bay first right the yep. one um that, that's a very good okay so we call these watches gada gada g-a-d-a -A. okay go anywhere do anything okay now the easiest way to describe it is from boardroom yep. to the beach Oh, this exact watch I'm looking for. Right? Yep. So, so mm -hmm. th these are all kind of like Gada watches. Okay. So, uh, in terms of Gada watches, generally speaking, you have... Uh, I actually have a whole article on this, on the Medic blog, about Gada watches for different mm -hmm. price points and stuff like that. All right. Uh, Give that a read. Or is that a watch clicker? Uh, I don't remember where this article went up. But fantastic. Anyway, that's, that's helpful. Yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to both. Uh, just check out both websites. They're great. Anyway... Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wrote this article about these Gada watches and my focus on Gada watches was I, I didn't include any watch that had a bezel like this. Okay. So my options were stuff like the Black Bay 36 that mm -hmm. we saw, uh, the Aquaterra yep. that we saw, uh, and, and watches like that that are at different price points uh, but that are go anywhere, do anything. Okay. You can wear it wherever you want. It never looks out of place. Mm -hmm. You can wear it with a suit. You can wear it at the beach. Okay. You can wear it when you're sunbathing in the nudist beach, mm -hmm. and yeah. you, you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's what we call it. And uh, the thing is, if you're looking at the twenty-five to forty range, yes. Off the top of my head, I can think of Omega. Okay. Right. With with that series of watches mm -hmm. that are excellent, and I can also think of JLC honestly. Okay. I think the JLC Polaris is the, in that price range, right, John? 
Yeah, I believe I, I think so. I'm honestly oh, not too sure about Polaris the, uh, is beautiful. Oh, there we go. I'm honestly not too sure about the price, the pricing, but I think it should uh, be there. We, we can find out, but it's yeah. thereabouts, I think. Yeah. Whoa, the the design is amazing. The color is stunning. Yeah, I love the blue. Nice. On it. The frames. Hmm. It's really nice. Okay. Okay, that's so nice. that's your next watch. Well, okay, thanks, for, so thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> But if I was going to take a step down, like instead right. of like going from twenty five to forty, you want to go below twenty five. Below, below twenty five, right. something right. in between five to twenty five, or that 20? five to twenty or something. Like around there, yeah, around there. Okay, sure. Uh, so the Black Bay thirty six is definitely one of the highlights. Okay, yeah. I think. Um, John, anything else comes to mind? Mm, I think. What, what, what about the the Tiso Tiso PRX? Is that around? Dude, that's like four K. Yeah, that that's actually a good shout. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. this is a gorgeous watch. Oh wow! This is yeah. There you go. Uh, from Tissot website, so two thousand eight hundred ringgit. Wow! Wow! That's about seven hundred dollars. Also, oh, it's nice. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's simple. It's simple. It's mm -hmm. a great watch. Uh, but I, I mm, don't feel the case. Yeah, I don't feel the case. I, I yeah, I don't feel the right. So maybe not. Not I, an integrated bracelet. I feel it, it blends in really well. Mm -hmm. It's not really like, like shouty. Yeah, shouty. Right. Yeah. You want something shouty? A little bit, not not a too, little bit shouty. Yeah, not too shouty. A little bit shouty. Uh, what's a little bit shouty? What's a little bit shouty? I can't. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, okay, there, there is there is a reason why I came up with that Gada article, and part of the reason was because there is a little bit of a lack of options in that range okay but uh if you really want another one that i can think of uh but this is towards the 20s already okay okay it's the grand seiko snowflake uh this is a beautiful watch oh, yes it is the from from afar eh, it's all right yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool but it's it's when you go up close that you start to see some yeah. crazy shit um it's like when you actually look at the the finer details yeah. of the watch, like the the fine detail of the dial, like how the dial is not just a simple this one. It's yeah, it's a pattern dial. Yeah. Uh, when you start looking at stuff like how the hands are polished, and then there's little markers, little patterns, and that is Grand Seiko. Uh, it's like a painting on a canvas. Yeah. And one of the best, or one of my favorite things about Grand Seiko is if anyone asks you what watch you're wearing yeah. and you don't, like, you're not close to this person. Yeah. You don't want them to know how much money you've spent on a ridiculous wrist jewelry. Yeah. Just tell them, oh, it's just a Seiko. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, okay. And then they won't be interested anymore. Yeah. 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 But look at that, like, polishing and finishing. Like, Ooh. Grand Seiko offers one of the best values on the market as far as finishing is concerned. So finishing means, like, the polishing and brushing that goes okay. into this. And there's a huge difference between lower-end brands and high-end brands. All right. Like, what you're paying for, when you... Like, people ask you, like, how, why does this watch cost 20,000 ringgit? Like, what, what's the fucking difference? It still yep. has three hands. It just tells time. The difference is in this. All right. Because all this is hand-polished. Oh, like, there's wow. a dude who goes and makes sure that every single bit of this is finished the way it looks now. Like, finesse that's why you get yeah it. and like where you have this mirror finish where you can actually see the back of the hand mm -hmm. on the other hand wow these little details yeah yeah 
So, so Grand Seiko is one of the brands I would definitely recommend. But yep. uh, in terms of va- actually in terms of value, they're going up as well, right? They're going up, yeah. Yeah. So okay. you could consider this, but they're getting more and more difficult to get your hands on as well because okay. it's a very limited production. Yeah. <clears throat> um, actually, going back to that point on limited right. productions, right? Right. right. I want to come back to a two door. Right. And, yeah. and what's up with like? It's impossible to get a two-door right now. Like, okay. even if you go into a ward shop anywhere in Malaysia, mm-hmm. whether yeah. KL, Penang, mm-hmm. wherever you are, it's like they only have magazines to show you. They don't have an actual watch mm. for you to hold, for you mm. to feel, for mm. you to actually like... Try on. You know, right. Try right. on, mm-hmm. you know, which is really annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the the hype train. Yeah. I, I would say it's like, it's also kind of ro- ro- riding a Rolex wave, right? Mm. Where okay. like, okay, I can't get a, I can't get my hands on, you know, a sub. But mm-hmm. I can get, I can get the Black Bay, for example, yep. just mm-hmm. to like, yep. you know, satiate my desires for now. Yeah, and and like you yeah. can't get a Rolex Explorer, which we were talking about. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, we were mentioning the Black Bay Thirty Six, right? The yeah, one, yeah. the first mm-hmm. one. The first one. Uh, this is the Rolex Explorer. So, this is the prototype. I would say the yeah. first like original Gada watch. Yeah. Yeah. Is this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um. The Black Bay kind of has that feel, yep. mm-hmm. but available and much cheaper. These are about 20,000 ringgit retail price. Okay. And the Black Bay... Selling for like 50, 60 on the market. No way. Yeah. For a fucking simple watch. Yeah. The Black Bay is, I think, 10, 11? Yeah, I think so. Uh, most. Yeah. But you can only get it retail right now. Like back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> You used to be able to get it on a discount, but not anymore. Now because, you can't even get it on retail, also, right? Yeah, because the hype train. Yep. Wow. Yeah, the hype train. Basically, just trickle down effect, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I can't afford Rolex. So, what What else does Rolex has? Oh, they have Tudor. Okay, we'll get Tudor. Yeah. But I've heard many people saying that mm. Tudor also has a price to it, as in, like, it does not devalue as much compared to other watches. Is that true? Okay, so I would say in, in, in the world of watches, I would say, like, you can divide it into a few categories. Right, so there are watches that lose a ton of value. Okay, unfortunately, tag is one of them. Okay, as you found out yes. to your detriment, mm-hmm. uh, there are watches that lose a little bit of value or hold around the same value. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is roughly where you would find, I say, Omega, okay. Tudor, mm-hmm. uh, Grand Seiko. Oh, so you put Tudor on the same level as Omega in, in terms of pricing, like in terms oh. of uh, value retention. Okay, right, it, it's roughly there. Like it doesn't lose that much value. It doesn't gain that much value. It's just thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Like what you pay is what you get. All right. Okay. You you whatever you pay for it, you can roughly hold on to that value. All right. All okay. Right. You yeah. might lose ten percent. You might gain ten percent. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. And then at the upper echelons, you get like Rolex, yeah. Audemars Piguet, okay. Patek, Patek Philippe, Patek Philippe. Yeah. All these watches increase in value like insanity, like double, triple the value. All oh, yeah. right. Okay. But the problem is to buy the watches you have to pay double or triple the value as well. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so <clears throat> roughly, that, that's how it is. So Tudor, uh, it definitely doesn't devalue as much, okay. but it doesn't gain much either. Okay, okay. And I always have concerns, like, uh, I think, John, we've talked about this before, but you mm-hmm. know how the watch market has collapsed along with crypto? Uh, has it really? It, it's not collapsed as much as crypto. Yeah. But it definitely has dropped significantly in value compared to the peaks that it hit in the past couple of mm-hmm. months. Okay, yeah. so the, the but, cert, but certain but certain the, models, I mean, like like the um, yeah, the some models, models just for example, always, it's just 
forever going up. I think yeah. last time I heard is like a hundred and fifty thousand. Wait, hold on, no, like one and a half million. Wait, what? what? Not less. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Not surprised. One and a half million. Wow. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's fucking stupidity. It's just it's okay. I mean, so with, I the, with the Tiff, was it a Tiffany doll? Yeah, the Tiffany doll. Yeah, the one. Tiffany doll. That's like six, six and a half million dollars. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. But that's because they released just the. It's a limited yeah. edition. Fair enough. Okay, okay. But even then, it's fucking stupidity. Though. It is um, stupid. Six and a half million on the watch. Yeah. So mm. here's the thing. Like, uh, I, I would say, generally speaking, you're, you're looking for a new watch. Uh, you want it to be an investment. I I would say that's the first statement that I would make is like John and I believe in this. A lot of people don't, but John and I personally believe that watches are not investments. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's not, it's a tangible thing. The watch is a tangible thing, but the value is not. Okay. If you buy a solid brick of gold, gold has inherent value to it because okay. society has put value yeah. on it. Uh, but it's also, you know, the, like the fiat currencies and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, gold has fairly reliable yeah. value. Watches are luxury goods. Or, like, uh, in the industry, it's called Veblen goods, right? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Which means luxury goods that you don't need. Yeah. So, there's there's always the risk that if nobody needs these luxury goods anymore, they will not have value. Yeah. Because there's no inherent value to a watch. But doesn't that speak to anything... In its art form, like yes. for example, a yes. painting itself mm-hmm. actually has no value, but, actually, okay. but yeah. because of, of, of the artistic value of it. Artistic, but yeah. the difference here is that in art there is one piece of art. Okay, it's one of one. All right, you can get a printing of it or a reproduction of it, but there's only one original art piece, right? Ah. Now, did you know Rolex makes one million watches a year? Oh, I did not. Yeah. They like out of all the Swiss watch companies, Rolex makes more watches per year than Omega does. Wow. And yet people perceive it to be rare. But have you ever wondered why when you walk on the streets of Penang, every fucking uncle or other is wearing a Rolex? <laughs> it's because they're fucking common. Yeah. I see. So they're they are not actually that rare. Yeah. So if like people actually start losing interest, like a Rolex Explorer, for example. It's just going to be one out of hundreds of thousands of explorers that are on the market. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is why there is some loss of value there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a much more, I think it's a much higher risk of losing value compared to a piece of art that's unique. Yeah. yeah. So, so John and I personally, when we buy watches, we buy watches that we like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just to make us happy. Yeah. Yeah. If it happens to go up in value, that's great. If it doesn't, it's like, fuck it, I don't care. I don't care if the watch is worth nothing because it's worth something to me. Yes. Yes. That, mm-hmm. That's that's our policy. Yeah. First thing speaking. Policy, yeah. So, yeah, like that, that would be, I think, my most important bit of advice going into this is like, first and foremost, if you want to buy a watch, make sure you like it. Yes. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Agreed. just in case <clears throat> shit ever hits the fan, the value of the watch drops to like rock bottom. You don't give a fuck because you still like wearing the watch out and about. That's the most yeah. important thing. Yeah, totally agree with that. Yeah. That's very good advice. Yeah. Very good consumer advice. Well, I was actually having a rare. I was actually having a discussion with uh, Daddy Marshall oh, um, mm-hmm. when I was in KL recently. 
Right. And I guess I guess perhaps because he's like in the industry now, mm-hmm. like he he did say that you know sometimes it's actually worth looking at watches as an investment. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Like there's definitely some worth like. Of course, you know, no one wants to lose money on on an item, yeah. and yeah. in what Casey says is is right, um, <clears throat> in that you should be buying it for yourself mm-hmm. instead of looking, um, you know, at, at the yeah, like like uh, you know, looking for a watch to like gain value. But mm-hmm. I think, um, especially now, as as like a store of value, this mm-hmm. kind also like did mention it earlier that. You know, his considerations as a like watches as a store of value. Mm-hmm. I think that's also it's worth like considering. To hold on. Yeah, yeah, like it's definitely worth considering it. Though the, 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 the downside to that is, right? Um, mm. As a store of value, how often do you take a store of value, put it on your wrist, and walk out and about? Yeah, and uh, oh. and you know, beat it up a bit. Yeah, like yeah. you know, handle cameras and get it scratched. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's the thing, like. You you definitely can't buy a watch to mm, gain value or to hold value. Yeah. Right? But in return, you start to have to take a lot of precautions with it. Yeah. Oh, I can't, oh should I wear this out? Like, if I wear it out, it's going to like, I'm scared I'm going to scratch it. Hey, that's why that's why there are watch condoms. Mm. Watch condoms? Oh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> this is not our thing. Okay. But this is uh, our term. Okay. Uh, there are people... On the interwebs, interwebs, yes. Who, who sell? I, I believe that's a term that kids use, right? Interwebs. Yeah. Uh, that, that produce these little stickers. Okay. That. Okay. Imagine a phone screen protector, but for your watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. And you call that a? We call it watch condoms. Watch condoms. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because like when you wanna wear the watch and you wanna you know you wanna fuck with it, but you wanna have protection. Yeah. Can you watch, use condom. watch condom? All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, fuck that. And how often do you see people actually wearing this watch? I've condoms? never seen one yet, but they do appear on forums, on Instagram, yeah. stuff like that. Especially with Rolex. Oh, yep. I see. Yeah. Because a lot of people, what people do is, when you buy a Rolex, you don't even wear it. You just take it and you immediately keep it in the safe. And then you never wear it. In like 50 years, they, I don't know, I suppose the plan is in 50 years you sell it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but here's the thing. You, you can do that if you want. But I'm presuming you're buying this watch because you want to wear it. Yeah, I want to wear it on a daily, daily basis. Yeah, so... Yeah. Get a watch that, firstly, you like and you enjoy wearing, comfortable wearing. Yep. And then secondly, if the value goes up, great. Yes. Like, as a secondary benefit. But the primary benefit should really be a watch that fits you. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. okay. okay, like, for example, the Formula 1. Yes. Right, tag Formula 1. Let's say the Formula 1 actually gained in value. Let's say the market price went up. All right, yeah. You bought it for 5,000 yeah. ringgit, thereabouts? Yeah, but, yeah, six, six, six. Okay, six, let's, yeah. let's say it's worth... 10. Okay. Let's say it's almost doubled in value. Okay. Would you sell it? No. So what the fuck's the point? That's true. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like that, that's kind of my policy as well. Like the Speedmaster that I'm wearing is basically the same watch that has been produced for like about 50 years. Yes. Essentially the same thing. Yeah. Uh, they discontinued this and then they came out with a new version that has a different movement inside, blah, blah, blah. So this watch has gone up in value All by right. about 30%. Okay. I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> I'm never gonna sell this fucking watch. Yeah, yeah. Like, unless legitly, I, okay, I won't say never. But like, if some dude came up to me, I was like, oh, I'll pay you a million for your watch. I'll sell the watch. Yeah, sure, right, yeah, fine. But uh, for any reasonable price, 
No, I'm not going to sell. I guess so, that. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. Like that. That's one thing. Uh, and this has been a very long segue to avoid answering your question. <laughs> um, uh, what watch is like you know in the low five digits? Uh, I'm honestly blanking, dude. Like I guess another good option is the Longines Conquest, but I'm not mm. a huge fan, personally. Yeah. Um, it, it's alright. It's not great. It's 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 a simple watch. Yeah, I I, I would go with the Black Bay or an Aquaterra over a Conquest. The Aquaterra really look really nice. Aquaterra is one of my favorite. It's been on my list for the longest time. I really want to get one, and I hope to get one sooner rather than later. Yeah. Aquaterra is huge on my list. I love that watch. Um, but okay, Aquaterra is about twenty. Thousand mm-hmm. ringgit, thereabouts. Okay. Uh, low twenties. Uh, I guess if you want to go cheaper, unfortunately again Omega though. But like the real master. The real master. Yeah, that's a good shout. That's a good shout, right? I like the real master. It, it's one of those watches that are better in person mm. than in photos. Yeah. Kind of like kind of like Grand Seiko as well. Yes. Or most Actually, Seiko yeah. products. I mean. Because from the photos I'm seeing right now, the KTC, they're showing me at the moment. Yes. Uh, doesn't look that appealing. Yeah. It looks, honestly, mm-hmm. not an insult to Omega or whatever. It just Go looks a bit run down on the pictures. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Colors look very faded. That, that's what they're going for. Oh, Vintage aesthetic. Because this, this is a watch that's inspired by this original watch. I see. Oh, okay. So this is the original Real Master from like the 50s, 1957, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Right. So like they, they've kind of taken that, like we want this aesthetic, we want to slightly modernize it, okay. but retain that like rustic yep, yep, feel. Yep. And then this is what they came out with. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's why if you notice like the glow in the dark parts, yep. are like that mm-hmm. slight tan color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. John, can you think of anything else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's difficult. Oh, um, what about like Oris? Uh, I was actually just looking at the Oris. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, we have a couple of watches actually in front of us. A couple of mine watches. Okay. Because uh, one of the ones that he mentioned, he wanted a Tudor Black Bay. But yep. like, I think it was the one with the dive bezel. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And that was very difficult to get. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, if, you're, if you really want a Tudor, why not look at the Pelagos? Yeah. Because the Pelagos yeah. is, I think, what a dive watch should be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Especially so, the left hand. The left hand drive is a piece yeah. of shit. Uh, but okay so just, just to give you context I'll google the, the left hand drive right now but okay so the Pelagos LHD or the Pelagos are very nice watches mm-hmm. so whoa uh, you know and, and it's more easily available because the hype train hasn't reached the Pelagos yet yeah. I think I actually don't know I haven't asked I don't, but, I don't think it has yeah but it has it's so much better than the Black Bay in many ways like titanium Better water resistance, mm-hmm. ceramic bezel. What like, I'm holding right now is the Pelagos, right? Yes, you are holding the Pelagos in your right hand right now, and you're just staring at it. No, but <laughs> <laughs> just, this, this is for I'm painting a picture for our viewers. Yes, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so and and, and, and me as well, actually. Yes. yes. Uh, and, and then you know, like you, you said, the Oris is. Yeah. So this uh, the Oris is looking at is my Oris Aquis, uh, <coughs> which is a great watch. And it's, I don't know if it's still, I don't know if you can still get it for the price that I got it. 
what does a, like an Oris like this go for? The Oris six. five six. Mm. Five, but six, again, oh. if you're talking about value retention, Oris is another one of those brands that don't really hold their value that well. You would lose maybe twenty percent. But it's a good looking yeah. watch, though, Oris. It's a great looking watch. I'm a big fan. I like the back as well. Like they have a signature red rotor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another it's one is Rado as well. Oh, we're talking about Rado. Uh, yeah. Captain Cook. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a that's a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, but not much else from Rado though, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So like with these watches, they're like this, this dome watches and right. those flat crystals. Flat crystal watches. Right. I'm guessing the flat crystal watches are the better ones to get, right? Because <sighs> that is difficult. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it just comes down to aesthetics, really. Yeah. Oh, really? It's really just an aesthetic thing. So. Uh, for example, this Oris Aquas and this Tudor Pelagos mm-hmm. both have sapphire crystals. Yep. It's just that one is flat for the Pelagos. It's flat because it's supposed to be a professional watch. When it's flat, there's less reflections. Yes. So it's more clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, for this one, it's it's a domed glass, but it's uh, the reason why it's domed is because they want it to be a bit more shiny. Mm-hmm. So it, see that. It, it, it gives it a bit more of a dressy feel yep. compared to this. It feels like an instrument. The Pelagos feels like an instrument that is meant for use. So it's meant to be as legible as possible. This one's a little bit more decorative. That's why the markers are shiny. Yes. And then, you know, the, the whole like reflection on the glass kind of plays into that. But when it comes to durability of both of it, it's the same. Sapphire crystal generally is the same. Just the same. Just the same. It doesn't matter of the shape. Ah, uh, not really. I, I guess you could argue that if it's domed, it's a bit more exposed. Yeah, I know. But more prominent to a crack. The only thing that can scratch sapphire is diamond. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, yeah. So, generally speaking, it's about the same. Mm-hmm. But let's be frank. If you're going to hit a dome glass hard enough to crack it, just because the crystal is flat, you would not have avoided hitting it. You would yeah. still have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair so enough. It's yeah, the same. yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas this watch, the Speedmaster that you like so much, mm-hmm. Is an acrylic crystal. It's plastic. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it scratches super easily. Like you look at it wrong, it scratches. But <laughs> you can get this polishing paste that's like ten ringgit. Okay. Put it on a piece of cloth, just rub it, and then it's brand new. Oh. And What's... I actually haven't polished this for like two years or three years. Also, it would be cheaper to um, replace the crystal. Yes. Yes. Legit. Sapphire crystals are not cheap to replace. Mm-hmm. Uh, but cracking a sapphire crystal is pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Yeah. Not impossible, yep. but but not something you see commonly. It's never happened to me at least. Yeah. That's okay. That's wood. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, like uh, the watch you're looking at right now yep. is a the first ever quartz analog chronograph. By Seiko. Bicycle. This is from the 1980s. 82? 81? It's a nice watch. It's a very nice watch. And this is another watch that's gone up a lot in value. Got it it's for like a couple hundred cool. bucks. Yeah, that's that's fair. But yeah, I got it for a couple of hundred bucks. It's like two, three thousand now. Mm-hmm. Old watches are a good chunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it, coming back to Gada watches and, and value. So a lot of the Gada watches we mentioned, you know, like the Type A36, the Explorer, the Aquaterra, yes. they don't have the bezels. Yes. But nowadays, in part, I think thanks to James Bond, 
wearing a watch with a bezel mm-hmm. with a suit yes generally acceptable yeah. nowadays yeah yeah so yeah. i wouldn't worry too much about that like if you see a dive watch that you like yep go for it so black bay Pelagos, omega seamaster uh around that price range mm-hmm. oris aquis i'm definitely keen to check out the omega seamaster and the Pelagos. Mm. dude if, if nice. you're going to kl soon right yeah well, we we could we could arrange for you to have a viewing. Oh really? You want a yeah. VIP experience? We could arrange for that. Of course. I won't say no to a VIP experience. Hi Martin. Uh, we'll, we'll be giving you a we'll, we'll be sending a text shortly. Hi Martin. How are you? <laughs> How's your day going? Get all made a good price. Yeah man. Uh but yeah. So those are definitely good options. Um, They're good at VIP discount as well. Uh, you'll have to talk to Martin about that. Okay. I to be frank. Let's let's be entirely honest, and and I think Martin knows this as well, because of course he does. But in terms of buying watches, you generally have two options. Okay. You can buy from a boutique, meaning yes. the the store only carries one brand, like a Rolex boutique, like a Rolex mm-hmm. boutique, yeah, or like uh, you know, the Omega boutique in Guni, yes, Guni Plaza, right? So that that's a boutique, one brand only. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, the store is run by the brand. Generally speaking, okay, okay. So at those places, you're not gonna get the best discount because it's all decided from the corporate side. Sure. Okay. Uh, on the other hand, you have what we call ADs, which stands for like authorized dealers. Yes. All right. So that. this is your like Swiss Watch Gallery, mm. Cortina, uh, your Cortina, uh, yeah, and then Hourglass, uh, Hourglass, yep. Water Time, all all these. Uh, where they carry multiple brands in the same store, they will be able to give you a much better discount. Right? Now, the difference is, and, and personally, I sometimes lean towards buying from boutiques. Mm-hmm. Okay. You pay more, but you do get better customer service. Yeah. If anything goes wrong with the watch, if you ever need any help with the watch, generally speaking, boutiques are going to be much more attentive yeah. Uh, much more receptive and they'll like actually try their best to help you out. But mm-hmm. if I buy an Omega from an authorized dealer, mm-hmm. can't I take that same Omega to a, the boutique? You could. And get it. You could. But the thing is, you don't have that relationship. So it'll just be like, okay, we'll send this in for warranty. Yeah. I see. Yeah, like, uh, and then there'll be the end of it. So with boutiques, you get a more personalized. Yeah. Pretty much. All right, fair enough. Uh, and the other thing is buying it from an authorized dealer as well. Um, you bought your tag from an authorized dealer, yep. I presume. What's your experience like? Oh, really friendly. Very friendly? Very friendly. Okay. Uh, so when I got in the in tag, it was actually in Singapore, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. okay. Um, they showed me a couple of watches, uh-huh. tried a few things, gave me a drink, mm-hmm. and they were quite friendly. They even okay. told me, look, Take your time. This mm-hmm. is actually going to be. They told me this right. is an investment. Right. Oh. <laughs> they right. said this is an right. investment. Take your time. You know, go check out other watches and come back. Oh, nice. But I said that I was sell. yeah. But I said that I was like, look, I just don't want to go and check out five other boutiques. Mm-hmm. I'm happy here. I want this. I, I like this watch. I'm getting this watch. Nice. You know what I mean? But saying that though, it's pretty cool. Like every year, they they, they send me updates. Mm. You know, they do free cleaning once a year if I want to. That's yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, so it's still not bad. But I can't get that same service in, like, say, actually, does Gurney Plaza even have a tag here? Yes, they, yeah, they, do. they don't. I don't know if they have a tag for your AD, but they have a tag for your boutique, actually. They have a tag for your yeah, boutique? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, uh, I just feel maybe it's a Malaysian thing. Right? Yeah, maybe a Malaysian thing. Because in Malaysia, my experience with ADs has not been the best. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. They there's a very high tendency to judge based yeah. on what you're wearing. Oh, wait. The watch yeah. you walk in with matters a lot. I see. Uh, they they kind of look at like, oh, is, is this guy just wearing Casio? And he wants to look at That's... like JLC? Are mm-hmm. you sure? Oh, okay. Yeah, that happens. Um, whereas if you go to a boutique, like at least my experience in boutiques has, has been more of this soft sell thing. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you want to check this out? Check it out. Oh, have you seen this? We we just introduced this this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're not interested? It's okay, lah. I'll just take it out for you to look at. Like, it's quite yeah, an interesting. Actually, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what they do. Actually, they always like take out things, like yeah, you try yeah, on yeah. everything. They're like, look, there are a few other designs we have. Yeah. Don't look at the price. They yeah. keep telling you, don't so, look at the price. So it sounds like you had a very good experience as well. Yeah, it's a uh, good experience. Malaysia, maybe it's a different story, but it's probably down to salesperson as well. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because I've tested this by walking into certain ADs. Like, if I wear a Speedmaster, yes. mm-hmm. like, I think but it's a recognizable watch. It? Yeah, yeah, it's a good experience. Whereas if I've worn a JLC, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know what a JLC is. The experience is different. The oh, watch is oh. worth more than a Speedmaster. Yeah, yeah. But people are like, I don't know what it is. So it's probably cheap. Interesting. Yeah. Until you go and try on a watch. And then, you know, when you try on a watch, you take off your other watch and then I flip it upside down and so that they like, can see the uh... movement. And then like, oh shit, that's not a cheap watch. And then suddenly the improvement standard, <laughs> like there's an improvement in the customer service standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just put it that way. So I wouldn't name any ADs. Uh, I definitely have had good experience with ADs as well. Because Tudor, I think, doesn't have any boutiques. So I got my Pelagos from, from a boutique. Uh, I'm sorry, I got my Pelagos from an AD. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't mention which one, but I had a very good experience there. So, yeah, uh, the Oris I got from uh, AD as well. Oh, so, so Tudors don't have their own boutique yet? Not as far as no, I No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, they would just function with ADs. So, if I'm not mistaken, one you, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't call it a boutique though. They have they have it like in the center. Right. Would you yeah, call yeah, that a boutique? Like, I don't know. I actually don't know who runs that. Yeah, but it's totally Tudor though. The only watches they have is Tudor. So sometimes what happens is that AD actually runs a pop-up okay. with just one brand. I see. So it really depends on whether or not that, that pop-up is being run by your AD or is it directly to Because I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. like right in the middle, like yes. one of the floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right in the middle. Near the like... escalator or something like that, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I've, I've been there. I don't know who runs it. That's my first place. Actually, I got to experience uh, Tudor the watchers, right. but at the same time, they didn't have any. Right. They had a lot of catalogs, but at the same time, they're like... They had a lot of paper. Yeah, a lot of paper. Not a lot of steel. Mm-hmm. Mm, fair enough. So yeah, uh, that that's... I think... I don't know if we actually help you decide on anything. <laughs> well, uh, well there's definitely a few... Options. Yeah, the, we've, few I think options, we've, I think we've had a few options. options. Yeah. And like different uh, price points as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And clearly, I think you guys are trying to sway me towards Omega, which I'm, yes. I think I'm sold, <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. You're welcome, Martin. Please. Yeah, <laughs> sponsor us. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, the the two doors got me on the craze as well. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I would definitely say, uh, go check it out. Yep. Just just check out the watches and see which one strikes your fancy the most. I mean, and then go with that. Because fi- finally, I get to try on a two door. You like it, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not going to push you away from Tudor because I'm a fan. Okay. And John has a Tudor as well. All he right. has a Pelagos LHD. All right. He has this one. So we are both fans of Tudor as well. Yeah. So we're not going to push you away. It's really two options at two different price points. Yes. Because Tudor is going to be about 10 ish, and then the Omega is probably going to be about low 20s. I see. Yeah. 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 So it's totally different price points. Uh, very different functionality in a sense. Like, um, the the Omega has like much more high tech stuff inside of it, yes. which is why it's like double the value. Yes. But you know, like they're both great watches. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong with either option. Mm-hmm. And then even the Oris Aquis is a great shop. The Oris yep. Aquis is. If you want to save a ton of money, <laughs> but I can just picture myself scratching the Oris. That's the thing. Like it looks so shiny. And like, it just looks like it's, it's so fragile at the same time. Here's the thing. It's, it's sapphire yep. and ceramic. Oh, right. So they are both some of the hardest materials around. So it'll be pretty durable. Yeah. This is about three years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's nice. It's really shiny it's though. A, yeah, it's it's a very shiny. Very shiny. Yeah. I, I will be frank. It's sometimes shiny to the point where it annoys me a bit. <laughs> Like in the really bright sunlight, sometimes I'm very happy the Pelagos because it's just matte, right? Everything yeah, yeah. is matte. That's exactly There's what it is. There's nothing polished on it yeah. at all. And that's the beautiful sounds of the bezel. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I, I feel like in bright sunlight, this is better. That's true, yeah. The, the, the Oris is just blinding. <laughs> because of how much reflection it has, like no matter how I turn the watch, if I actually want to look at the time, I have to risk blindness from staring into the sun. So, yeah. But do you think it'd be wise for me to get a second-hand Omega? Uh, the one you showed me, the... Aquatera? Aquatera. You could. You just have to make sure it's genuine. Because mm-hmm. they are fixed, right? right? And how would I... Is there a... Yeah, just send photos to us. Last send photos to you? Yeah, you guys will have a look? We'll sort it out. Alright, nice. Because the nice thing about Omegas is that uh, the Omega, especially the Aquatera and all that kind of stuff, with a display back, they have a very distinctive looking case back because they have a very unique movement that nobody else has. Oh, I see. So even the fakes, like what they do is they actually kind of put a plate or something like that on top of it. Gee. And you can tell from a mile away that it's not the real thing. So like, yeah, it, it's very, it's fairly easy to tell a fake Omega. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, no trouble. Sweet. You could also probably bring it to Omega Boutique. Because this is what some people do. Like they will actually or actually we have our watchmaker friends as well, Time yeah. and Oceans in Publica. Alright. Uh they uh they do provide the service like if you want to buy a secondhand watch and you want to verify whether it's genuine, you can bring it there. They have an actual watchmaker. Okay. You can like take a look, open even open it up, look at the insides, yeah. and then make sure everything's legit before. What's the place called again? Time and Motions. Time and Motions Publica. Publica. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, if you want, I can give you a contact there as well. Right. Sponsors Time and Motions. <laughs> Not, none of this is biased at all. And we are totally giving you recommendations based on merit. Indeed. <laughs> Anything else you would like to ask us? Yeah, before we wrap up. Yeah. That. Go ahead, man. We, we can always do an episode two as well. Like when you finally... Oh, no, 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 no. I figured it out. So this is going to be a three-part series. This is going to be a trilogy. Okay. okay. So this is the prequel. Okay. Right. And then the next episode is going to be called The Decision. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like LeBron James and all yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. The Decision. And then the next one will be like one month after you get watched. It'll be like uh, The Fallout. 
I think that's perfect. Though. What I think is Casey, you go out, buy mm. me a Mega, buy me a Rolex, <laughs> buy me a Tudor, mm-hmm. put it in front of me. Mm. Right, that'll be a decision. I'll make the decision then. then. You're asking the person with no money. Huh, John? <laughs> 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 Uh, so John, make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I'll be on. Yes. Definitely, I'll be on. But I need time to look at this watch. So right. let me take it back home. So like two yeah. three years. Yeah. Years, like long, long decades. term. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like a real long term review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to be sure. And like for this, that's years, fair. We'll do three I mean, episodes. I mean, if, if, I mean, if you're putting, if you're putting, um, that much of an investment in, then you know you've got to, you've got to yeah. make sure you. It it's a certain, right? Yeah. 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 So, so I, I definitely feel that for all the value, for all the money that you put in, Scan definitely needs to make sure that uh, he gets his value. Yes. Right. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. I do agree. Excellent. So, I get to take back one of these watches home today or? If you want it, you can. Oh, nice. I like the Tudor. So, I'll just Perfect. grab you the take, Tudor. You want to take it on loan? Take it on loan? I thought you are giving it to me. I thought that's what you said. Coming no, on the show John, and I get a free it, watch. You have to take it from John. Take it from John? Yeah. John's not here one, though. He's on the, the island. One. When you go back on the way... <clears> no, but since you, I take your watch and then you just collect the difference from John. <laughs> this podcast is ending now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like, god damn man. What? Sharing is caring. Giving is godly. I'm neither godly <laughs> nor caring. Like, do you not know me? You say you've known me for 15 years and you just used the two last words I've used to describe you. No, I've always thought of you as a caring, generous man. Well, fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, on that note... And on, and that, that, on that very wholesome note. Very wholesome note. Uh, yeah. It's time to end the podcast. It's yes. been a fun one. Yes, yeah. it has. It's a different, uh, a very different style to like how we've conducted our podcast in the, in the past. It's more of a very casual conversation. Hmm. Yeah, this yeah. one's been a bit more structured thanks to you. It really was. Mm. Mm. Like, we've actually had something to talk about rather than just ramble. <laughs> mm. So, that's always helpful. But anyway, we look forward to hearing about your decision. Yes. Uh, we'll do another podcast about it. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. We'll post photos of your watch. And then we'll do another one when you okay. see how you feel about it. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would so love for this, like, in one month, you buy a Omega. Yeah. Because the customer service from them was just so fucking amazing. You just got lulled into buying it. Okay. And then like one month after that, you're like, fuck, what the fuck have I done? Oh my fucking God. I could have bought a car. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah. I look forward to, to this trilogy. So uh, you guys should look forward to it too. Uh, hopefully, he'll make his decision sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the interest of this podcast. Yeah. And we'll see you guys in the next episode where it'll probably just be me and John, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> unless unless Scan makes his decision really quickly. Yeah. Uh, you never know. You never, never know. You, That's never know. you are going on kill. Yeah. We could be getting a text tomorrow like, hey Casey, I bought an Omega. Yeah. Could happen. Ooh. And we will be very could, proud of could, you. Good, good, good. Yeah. It will be the only time I'm ever proud of you. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And on that note, it's time to have a podcast. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Casey and John John Show. The Casey and John John Show may cause abdominal discomfort, flatulence, reduced sex drive, and alcohol dependence. The Casey and John John Show is approved by one out of ten doctors. Casey and John John do not take any responsibility for any side effects experienced from listening to their podcast. 